Okay. Sounds good. Okay, we're on Davzayin today, number seven in Kesubis. And I'm going to start from the question. Masiv Rabbi Ami. Rabbi Ami it raises a question three lines up from the bottom of the page on Davav Amud Beis. Hamapis Morsa Bishabis. Somebody who pops a, 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 pops the pus or whatever. A, no, he pops the pimple to get out the pus. On Shabbos, im If it's with the intent to make a um, a drain, to make it drain a drainage, chayiv then he's chayiv. But if you just want to squeeze out the pus, potter, then it's potter. Rashi is very careful to explain. Even though normally when you see the word potter, it uh, usually means potter but it's forbidden. Here it's putter, but it's permitted. And that's because we add in the factor of the pain and discomfort and that take that into a, take that into account. Okay. Um, so what the question is on um, just I really this question really starts from the middle is like why is it that um How does this right? So the, the 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 question is: Is that one second? How is this different than the case by the Virgin, where where we say it's a big problem? Uh, why don't we put it at the same same category? That's really the question. So, um, the Gemara answers: It's a difference. Hasam pakid va'akir. Over there, um, it's uh, it's gathered together, and it's completely separate from the meat, from the from the flesh. Meaning, by the case of the pus, it's like it is a separate pocket. It's not attached. It's not connected at all. Over there, by the case of the damsulim of the virgin, so the blood that's there that's. Is 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 not completely uprooted from the rest of the body, and that's the difference. Okay, Ravami, second line, Ravami, Shor Lemivel Betchil B'Shabbos. He says you are allowed to uh, have relations for the first time on Shabbos with the Virgin, and Amrila Amrile Rabbanon Siva Ksubasa. So the Rabbi said, "Wait, hold on over here. What about the fact that there's no Ksuva? I mean." If you're first marrying from the outside, you know you're not allowed to have relations without a, a valid ksuva, and the, there's no ksuva rain obviously because it's Shabbos. You can't write a ksuva. Samarlu, that's the whole purpose of the ksuva is that she should feel assured that she has the guarantee that she has access to the money and she's going to be reimbursed. She's going to be covered. She feels comfortable that she she's taken care of. Should something go south. So at the she took hold of some valuables that are portable, and she's holding it as collateral, basically. That you know, should anything happen, she's in good shape. Now Rosvid He also allowed it. Others say that not only did he allow it, he actually did that himself. Now so Amr of Papi the Rava. So it sounds like, wow, he allowed it on Yantif. Is that mean, but Shabbos is worse? 
So he says, no, no, no. So don't think what it sounds like that it's to tell you that on Yom Tov it's allowed, but Shabbos it's forbidden. Even Shabbos it's allowed. Um, uh, the case was a Yom Tov case, and he said it's fine, but it would also be fine if it was Shabbos. He says, not true. Only on Yom Tov it's allowed, but not on Shabbos. So our puppy said to Rav Papa, my of what's your logic? Is your reasoning, very interesting reasoning, that on Yom Tif, after all, you're allowed to kill animals, you know, for, for, to bring a korban, so for Torah Ochel Nefesh, so once they allowed Chaburas, they'll allow it to make a wound, even though it's a wound, you're allowed to do so on Yom Tif for the, for, by a virgin, okay? Um, if that's your whole reason, according to you, why don't you say it should be allowed to make incense on Yom Tif? Since I'm allowed to make a fire or like build a fire, build expand a fire for the sake of Ochal Nefesh, so you told him is a big difference. Only for things that are ochal nefesh. Now, what does that mean? Davar hashavel lechol nefesh. The idea of lechol nefesh is telling us an added component. Not only is it for, not necessarily for food items, but it at least has to have the quality of food items. That just like food is something that all people need to eat, so it's relevant to all. All right, as opposed to it's the davar hashavel lechol nefesh. And as opposed to mugmar, which is incense, only fancy people would appreciate the idea of incense. Other people don't really care about it. So that's the difference. According to this, what if a rare occurrence happens that he has an opportunity, catches a, a deer, you know, like walks into his yard and gets stuck on Yomtev. Only wealthy people can afford to eat venison. After all, they're not so easy to catch. Would I not be allowed to slaughter it? It has to be that the need is a universal need, which eating is a universal need, as well as relations is a universal need. But uh, incense is not a universal need. That's the difference. Okay. Tzvi speaks it out. Tzvi, tzaruch lechol nefeshu. Food is a ochol nefesh for everybody. Okay. Amar of Yaakov bar Ivi, horror of Yochan Mitzayden, also live up the Mishabbos. Rabbi Yochanan, I'm sorry, horror of Yochan Mitzayden, Rabbi Yochanan in the town of Tzayden ruled that it's forbidden to have relations for the first time on Shabbos with a virgin. And the question is, Omika, horror lisser. That's a, just a weird expression. Do we have such a thing? Of a ruling that's le'isser. I mean, since when do we? I mean, a ruling is usually to permit something. I rule that something's permitted. If it's forbidden, it's forbidden. You don't need a ruling for that. So Gemara says, in we find such things. The mission says, I'm sorry, Beis Hillel ruled about Queen Helena, 
that she was a Nazira for seven years outside of Israel. Then she came to Israel and they said, you need to do it again, a repeat of another seven years. So it's a ruling, it's a stringent ruling. That's one explanation. Another example, like this b'risa, a chuta shedra that has majority of the spinal cord cut is uh, considered a trefa. Tivrei Rebbe, that's Rebbe's opinion. Rebbe Yaakov Omer, Afilinikiv. Even a, a, a puncture in it would also be a, a puncture in the in the spinal cord will also qualify to make the animal a trefa. And Hora Rebbe, Rebbe Yaakov, Rebbe ruled like Rebbe Yaakov, another example of using a word ra to describe a stringency. So Ravuna happens to be an Allah ki Rebbe Yaakov. The Allah is not like Rebbe Yaakov. In fact, Rebbe, who originally, even though he ruled like Rebbe Yaakov, but he said the law is only most of the way cut, not a puncture. Okay, Rebbe Nachum Yitzchok Masni he has a different uh, way of, a different source, different different way of learning. Am Rebbe Vo, Shal Rebbe Shmuel, Rebbe Yaakov, they asked this question to Rabbi Yochanan Bitsaidan. Panashami, and I heard from him how level Batil Bashabas from Malay Osir Bilchza, but the bottom line is not like Rabbi Yochanan. Motor Livel Batil Bashabas at the final psaq of the Gemara, that it is permissible to have out relations from the outside on 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 Shabbos. Okay. Uh, for the first time, even with the virgin. Okay. Whether virgin or a widow, to una bracha, there's still a bracha that is required for the wedding. A widow does not have a bracha. Depends on the boy. If he is a first time and she's a widow, then yes. There is a bracha. But if it's a widow to a widower, that uh, a widower to a widow, that's where um, there's no bracha. So the says, really? How do you know the bricks chasan is supposed to have ten people? Took ten people from the elders of the city. And he said, sit here. And they sat. Now, think about it. This is the story in Rus. It's Boaz marrying Rus. Now, Boaz was already previously married. He was a widower. She was a widow. Rus herself was a widow. Her husband, Machlon, was, uh, had died. Right? So it was a widow, widower to a widow. And, right? And they're gathering together ten for a blessing. So you see that you do need a blessing. Gemara says, you're right. You're absolutely right. My ain't a tuna bracha. What does it mean? It doesn't need a bracha. Dam Ravuna. Ain't a tuna bracha. Kol Zayin. There is a bracha, but the bracha of all seven days you don't have. Avol yom echa tuna bracha, but you definitely need to have a, a one-day bracha blessing. Okay. We'll see more. El ha-detanya shaktachamal tukarans ben Yisrael. She'esameach imahakimol yamim. Why did we say in the Mishnah? That a widow, a widow gets married, she should get married on a Thursday so that he'll be rejoicing with her Thursday, Friday, and Shabbos at least. So the answer is, um, so, so what you see, the joy is for three days. So what's the deal with that? 
So the Gemara says, Bemai, who are we talking about? Ibe Bachar, if it's talking about a Bachar, where he never was married before, Hamid Shiva, we said, seven. It's seven full days. Ibe Almon, Hamid Yom Echad. So it's seven or one? It's never three. So two answers. Ibe Yisema, one answer is, Baalmon Yom Echad, Levracha. By a widow, by a widower, and to a widow, it's one day as far as the blessing is concerned. Meaning, there's only one day of Shevet Brachas. But but there's a spe- still three days where they rejoice. Okay, another pshat shiva. By bachor it's seven, it's uh, seven days lebracha. Okay, um, but three days for joy. In other words, the bracha extends beyond the days of joy. Since she's a widow, so you don't have seven days of joy. You only have three days of joy, but you still have seven days of bracha. That's the idea. Interesting. Okay. So two possibilities. Says the Gemara, Mace, we have a question. You have, we say a bracha for the virgin, seven days, and for a widow, one day. It doesn't sound, even if she marries a, a guy who never is married before, no, only when he's married, when she is marrying a widower as well. Avol abacher, my what's halacha shiva? Yachi listening bevarchel b'sula shiva ulamanosh and he's in the bacher shiva. Say that too. Say that uh, either a virgin is seven, or if she's a widow but he's uh, never married before, then it's also seven. Ulamani yomechad. Say it like that. The answer is milsim siktaktani. We wanted to say it in the shortest way possible. And the lack of psula, the batzrum shiva. If she's a virgin, it's never less than seven. The lack of mana, the batzrum yomechad, and it's never less for a widow than one day. That's the story. Okay. Next, gufa. We learned earlier. Amr of Nachman, Amr Luhuna Bar Nasan, Tani Minayel Berch Chasanim Basara. So it's the pasuk in Rus. Shenem Raviyika Chasara. Noshim is even here by Yom Shupo, and that's the source. Because he gathered the ten people. You see, you need ten people for Birchas Chasanim. Okay. That's Shitas Huna Bar Nasan that Rav Nachman said in his name. Okay. Of Rebbe Vohamer, another source. Mehacham. Bimakhelos Berchelokim. In a gathering of a Kahal, you shall bless God. Hashem Mimekor Yisrael. Related to a woman who related to the Makor, which is her source, meaning referring to marriage. Okay, that's the idea. Okay, so another source. Rav Nachman Baikra de Revo my What does Rav Nachman do with that drasha? Bimakhelos Berchel. Kim Hashem Mimekor Yisrael. Mibayle Yuzdi Lechetan. It's another, it's a price would say, Even the the fetus in the womb of the mother would sing Shira Atzi. And that's because in, in, with groups of a Kahal, bless God, Hashem, meaning the blessing of God, the praising of God, is coming while still in the mother's womb. Okay? So the question is on Rebbe Vo. Lamak, what, what's the? How does he understand now? Why would it say mikor and not mibet? Mibetin is the is the womb. Mikor, it doesn't sound like we're talking about a baby. Okay, so iski mikor. It's related to a woman who can have who can bear a child. 
What does Rabbi Vo do with the with the with of Rav Nachman? Why does he need another source? How used the midrash to say a different rasha. The reason why he gathered ten people was not because Birch's Chasana needed ten people, but because to publicize the drasha Amonis Amonis that Rus is permitted to be to, to marry. It was just for a bracha. What do you need elders for? What do you need wise men? Rabbis. Who needs the rabbis for, for a wedding? You only need that if it's to publicize a, a, a Torah law. Vidach and the alternate shot. If it's just to uh, publicize that uh, a, 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 a woman from Amon or Moab is mutter to marry a Jewish man, who needs 10 people? So and the response is in yes, Lefrisumi Milsa, it's uh, to publicize, to make it public. You need to bring it to ten to the attention of ten people. Like Shmuel told Rav Khana from Baghdad, go gather ten people, and I want to tell you in their presence, Hamazakil Uber Khana, if you give a gift to even a fetus. He, the, the fetus acquires the gift. Now it happens to be that Shmuel wanted to publicize that, but once we mention that halacha, the Gemara disagrees, and the Gemara says, "Hamazak uber That if you give a gift to an uber, it doesn't. He, it's not. He doesn't have a hand to acquire. Okay. Brings us to the next little piece here. So You do the blessing of chasanim in the house of the chasan, meaning at the wedding. And Rabbi Yudomer Afbe Beisa Erisin, not only in the in the nisuin in the second stage in the consummation of the marriage, but even in the betrothal, bevarchenosa. Now Amr Abayu of Yehuda Shano, that which Rabbi Yehuda adds is talking to the people who live in Yehuda, in that part of Eretz Yisrael, because already at the betrothal they're intimate. They 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 are together. Tanya um, Idach, another price says, Mevorchim Birchas Chasanim, Beis Chasanim, Birchas Erisin, Beis Erisin, Birchas Erisin. Okay, Birchas Erisin, my Mevorch. What is that bracha? So Ravin, Barav Ad, Barav Ad, Barav Ad, Tarvay, Mishmei, the Rav Yuda, Amar, this is the blessing, very interesting blessing. They say like this, Amri Barachato Hashem, Elokin, Melchalom, blessed you are Hashem, uh, our God. King of the universe, that you sanctified us with your commandments, and you commanded us on the forbidden unions, and even those that are betrothed to us are forbidden for us to have relations with, but you did permit us once we consummate the marriage to have relations through the means of Kiddushin. That's the Blessing. Now, Rav Acha Brei the Rava Misayim Ba Mishmei the Rav Yuda. He has a, a, an addendum at the end of the blessing, according to Rav Yuda. Baruch Ato Hashem Mekadosh Yisrael sanctifies Israel Al Yedei Chupa VeKidushin. Now, what's the question? Whether you should end with a bracha, a second bracha, or not? So, man, the lochas and one who says no need. Just like by Birchas Peros, when you're eating a piece of fruit, you just say Bori Priyates and you leave it at that. Or birchas mitzvahs. 
You put wrap yourself in tzitzis and no end bracha, right? The one who puts the end on it is is like similar to because you're doing something similar to Kiddush. Just like a Kiddush, you start off with a with a Kiddush and then you end off so that's the end. Anyway, that's the stopping point. We'll stop over here and just remind you that tomorrow I'm at a wedding, so I won't be able to learn with you tomorrow, but Mirza Hashem will pick it back up uh, next week. Thank you.